Hey, what is up, guys? And welcome to Bachelor Pad Podcast, where two bachelors who have never really watched ABC's The Bachelor sit down and review episodes right after they air. My name is Scott, and I'm here with my friend Tyler. Hey, what's up? How you doing, bud? Oh, dude, I'm doing great. This has been a good week. Yeah? yeah. Tell me. Uh, I just have, like, well, uh, I had a great weekend, been able to rest. Last week was a short week because we had MLK Day. Yep. The day that we aired. Yeah, that's true. And uh, so it was a short week at work. And uh, so it, it honestly, it's just been honestly really good. The one thing, though, this past Sunday we have to talk about before we get into the episode was uh, deep rest in peace. And it's a little bit of a downer, but uh, Kobe passed away this past week. Yeah, uh, Kobe and his daughter, Gigi. It was, it was super sad. I really, I, I'm 99% positive her name is Gigi but as soon as I said it I, I kind of panicked I'm pretty sure you're right I, w- I was at church and um someone who's like new to the campus really he's only been there like three or four weeks came up to me and he was like hey so did you hear about Kobe and I was like no and he goes oh yeah he died yeah and I thought for sure he was pulling some kind of a joke on me yeah like was- I legit like walked away from that conversation thinking he was lying and then I went to Twitter and it was all over the place and I was like dang well, our good friend Dan came up to me also at church. Uh, I was barbecuing. Uh, we had a free barbecue at our Menifee campus. Nice. And uh, he just like kind of in my ear a little bit. He was like, D- did you hear the news? And I was like. Oh. In reference to what? Like, in what? Like yeah. it kind of panicked me. Um, and he said, Kobe died. And, you know, for me, I grew up uh, more of a basketball family than anything Mm. like it was baseball with my dad um but even my dad had a hard time watching professional baseball like i grew Mm -hmm. up playing baseball uh but my dad didn't really like to watch professional baseball it's a slow sport if you don't really know how to pay attention to the nuances that's a big thing but for him also it was like he almost went pro like he could have gone pro Mm. uh and uh, he decided to marry my mom and have me and left aside a baseball career that he probably could have done pretty well at. Uh, and so for him, it was like he was watching people play that he played against. Got it. And so really most of my sports upbringing was basketball and in my family it was the Lakers. Mm. And so I really did grow up watching Kobe. And while I'm not a sports guy, uh, no one will ever <laughs> accuse me of that. I've never accused you of it. No, uh, nobody would. Uh, I did, though, really love and appreciate Kobe. And I know a lot of people looked up to him a ton. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I remember watching him and, and Shaq on the Dream Team win, winning the back-to-back championships that was a long time ago, but that's really like some of the last time I watched professional basketball on a regular basis. Well, it was one of the best times to watch professional. Oh basketball. yeah. They were just, he was so good and Shaq was so good in the pain. He couldn't make a free throw for, for beans, Gosh. but um, Kobe was just amazing to watch. One of my, uh, one of my most uh, like emotional, like social media is blown up, of course, surrounding Kobe, mm-hmm. which I think is well-deserved. Oh yeah, he's. I mean, he was an icon. He was a dreamer. He was. Um, yeah. He was a hero to so many different people. Oh yeah, uh, but uh, Shaq posted on Twitter um, how much he uh, was going to miss his niece Gigi and his brother Kobe, mm. and he posted some pictures of him and Kobe th- throughout the years. Some of the marketing photos, but man seeing them together over the years, it just was so emotional for me. Yeah. Uh, That was probably the most emotional I got about it was hearing Shaq or reading Shaq talking about it. Man, it was crazy. And, you know, a lot of times with some of these, like, celebrity figures, it's easy for us to feel like, oh, well, you know, so-and-so passed away, and it's a great loss to the art, but... uh, you know, I didn't know this person. I am re- I don't relate to this person. But with Kobe, it really felt uh, more personal. More personal for a lot of folks. Yeah. 
I wouldn't have expected myself to feel like I felt. Yeah. Because I don't, I've never met him, like never seen him in person, but it did. It, it, it struck a chord with me when I heard the news. I was like, what the heck? Yeah. And I think it's just because he's such a, uh, such an inspirational figure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, in, in lighter news, um, on, uh, I don't even know if you remember this or not, but I'm going to tell a little story about something that happened also okay, on Sunday great. morning. Yeah. Um, so, uh, my dog sleeps up in my room with me and I, I, I sleep on the second floor and Tyler will often, um, be crashed on the couch. Oh, so often. And, uh, <clears throat> on Sunday, uh, my dog, I have a bed by the way. Yeah. He has a bed. He just chooses to sleep on the couch. <laughs> it's a, it's such a comfy couch. It's a nice couch for sure. And, uh, my my dog wakes me up because he needs to go outside, and so it's like five or five thirty, <laughs> and uh, so I'm, I get like my robe on. Yes, I have a robe. I don't. I, that's neither here nor there, but uh, it's a little here and there. <laughs> uh, so I open my door to my room, and I'm going to the stairs, and I'm at the stop at the top of the stairs, and I lose my footing, and I straight just like <laughs> slide down the stairs. <laughs> Like to like the first landing, like, I was like, duh, 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 like six on my stairs, butt. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I start laughing, and then I just hear Tyler's voice in the distance go, Are you okay? <laughs> like, I wasn't sure if like you even remembered that happening. Oh, I do definitely <laughs> because I was fully awake. Because it's so funny, like, I'm a very deep sleeper, and like you said, I sleep on the couch, uh, I, I pass out watching TV or a movie. And uh, so often you'll come down and I won't wake up through that. It Mm -hmm. takes a tank to wake me up. And that's what happened. But, (laughs) oh my gosh, it was so loud. (laughs) (laughs) Well, like I hit it and I slid down and I'm like, all right, I'm physically hurt. My pride's hurt. I've never felt more like an old man. Like, man, is this what 30 is? Like, am I there now? Is it time for me to just... Should I open, should I start a will now? Like, Just I don't throw know. throw in the towel. Yeah. Yeah. So that was kind of my weekend. <laughs> so now my butt's all sore. But that, It was a rough fall. Like, seriously, I've heard it you was. fall down the stairs. Well, I was still like half asleep. <laughs> like, I wasn't paying attention to what I was doing. I was like, kind of like sleepwalking almost. And then that sure woke me up for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I've heard you slip a stair. Mm-hmm. And like, it. Yeah, you know, I I've done it. We've all yeah. done it, you yeah. know. Uh, but you catch yourself after one. But it was several. It felt like you tumbled. No, I went the it whole. It, I slipped like, on the very top step, <laughs> and I went all the way to the landing, which is seriously like six or eight stairs. And I think that's also like just a lot of people's fears too, is like falling down the stairs. Oh yeah. But well, especially if that's your fear, know that I've I've done it and I've conquered it and I've lived through it. So <laughs> you didn't break a hip. I didn't break my hip, so I'm not quite old yet. Did you have your phone on you so you could have done life alert? Um, I would guess I had my phone on me, but I'm not quite sure. Oh, I don't remember honestly. I just remember laughing, like <laughs> sitting on the landing with like my body hurting and just laughing at myself, <laughs> thinking. Man, I hope no one ever hears about this, and now I'm talking about it on and, the podcast. <laughs> and then you heard me say, "Are you okay?" And yeah, and then I was like, "It's everything. it's all over." Like Tyler will tell people about this, so <laughs> now I gotta own it and like be the one who leads the story. I just want you to know, I've not told a soul. Mm. You just told the world. I told the world. Yeah, but now I can control it. You know. Oh yeah, I get yeah. that. I get that. <laughs> Well, let's get into tonight's episode. We have yeah. a lot to talk about. Yep, there was some fun stuff. Uh, so right off the bat, uh, Peter uh, <laughs> Peter has a one-on-one date. Yes, he does. With Victoria. Victoria F. Yeah, my favorite Victoria. For sure. You know, Victoria P has kind of gone back and forth over the last few episodes. And then we'll, we say it every week. If you haven't watched the episode yet, Oh, stop, stop listening. Yeah. Go watch episode. Come back. Three, two, one. Okay. Victoria <laughs> P um, really lost some points for me this, this week. Snap. Yeah. What? Yeah. All right. Well, Victoria P not F. Oh, the blonde. Oh. One. <laughs> well, we were talking about. Victoria. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I, <laughs> it's all related. Kinda, it's all related. Kinda, it's all related. 
You kind of threw me a juke there. Yeah, no. Victoria F. is still cool with me. Yeah, I love Victoria F. Mm -hmm. I've loved her more and more. Like you said last episode. Yeah, she's really grown on me uh, through uh, just the last couple episodes and her just like being real with Peter. And I think she really like caught Peter's attention through some of her like realness. I got to speak something out before we go any further. Sure. I don't know why, but I feel like I'm echoing way more than normal. Echoing? Do you hear my, like, uh, yours too, but especially mine, like. I don't hear it. Oh, it sounds okay. normal to me. All right, well, maybe it's just me. Maybe. I hope it's just me. <laughs> maybe you're just crazy. I am certainly just crazy. So, uh, this week, they went to a very nice area of the world yes. for, for all the dates. They went to Cleveland, Ohio. Oh, man. What a uh, <laughs> what a gem of a city! Did you see the girls' faces when they announced that they were going to meet Peter in Cleveland? What they were all like? Wait, what? It's like you know. I know you've watched The Bachelor in the past, and you've become accustomed to what things are going to be, uh, like Paris or Berlin or Mexico City, anywhere exotic, Geneva. <laughs> I I would take Geneva over Cleveland, Ohio. Vancouver. <laughs> I would definitely take Vancouver yeah. over Cleveland, Ohio. Does only, anything good come out of Cleveland? Uh yeah. Definitely not anything sports wise. No, it was uh <laughs> dang it. I ruined the joke. I forgot his name. He was the uh comedian that was the host of Whose Line. Oh, Drew Carey. Drew Carey. Yeah. Drew Carey came out of Cleveland, Ohio. Yeah. What was the name of that show? That they did. The Drew Carey Show. Was that what it was called? It was Drew called Carey the Show? Drew Carey Show. Wow. Yeah. Narcissist. I know. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it was just about his life. Yeah. Like, he wasn't, like, uh, it, it was just him, and he grew up in Cleveland. The only thing I really remember about the show is the opening crawl where they sing the song, and then it ends with, like, Ohio! I love you, Ohio. Yeah. That's the only thing I remember. Cleveland Rocks. Oh, that's right. That's it. what it was. It was Cleveland, Cleveland Rocks. Rocks. Cleveland Rock. That's right. Yeah, it That's doesn't. Right. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. <laughs> Unless for sure. your uh, Charlie Rice, <laughs> what was this? What was this? Uh, this country singer's name? Chase. Chase Rice. I only know Chris Rice. I know that he is a uh, Chris Rice. Who's Chris Rice? Oh come on, he's a fantastic vocalist. No, I don't yeah. know. Well, I'll uh, I'll I'll make. You, I know Jerry Rice. He I'll was make, out of San Francisco. He's a San Francisco treat. <laughs> you ever hear Rice Aroni? <laughs> Rice Aroni. Yeah, he, Jerry Rice was the uh, <laughs> spokesman. He was on San Francisco 49ers. Oh, I know, I know that. Yeah, I don't know anything about football, which we'll get into. <laughs> but I know Rice Aroni, the San Francisco treat. I don't know how we got here from Cleveland, but I'm very happy we have. Because <laughs> San Francisco is a better city. It's a billion times better. Yeah. If they would have gone to San Francisco. Also, this if you're been... a listener of us and you live in Cleveland, you should probably move. Absolutely. There are two places that I would move out of. One of them is Cleveland. The other is the entire state of Nebraska. <laughs> Why? <laughs> What's in Nebraska? Um, the corn huskers. That's it. Yeah. I don't know anything about sports, and I know that the corn huskers are the only thing in Nebraska. Yeah, I can't think of anything off the top of my head that actually is important in Nebraska. Nothing. Yeah, that makes sense. Nothing. I would move out of Nebraska. If you're in Nebraska, we love you, but you deserve better. Yeah, and you should probably move too. And if. Uh, if you're looking for a roommate, just. Hit up anyone from Cleveland. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Victoria F is gets the first date. Yes, and uh, they're in Cleveland, and they go to like an amusement park, and yeah, they have a pretty fun day. First, oh, they fly there, and she's afraid of heights, and she was afraid they're going to go skydiving. I've got to say, uh, they fly there, uh, and they're audio sounded worse than mine a couple of weeks ago when, <laughs> when you were in it. Florida. Yeah. Like yeah. they're, they're well, I mean, it's just planes. <laughs> it's the plane comms. You know? uh, it yeah. sounded so bad. It wasn't good. It was not great. And uh, so they have like a lovely day, 
right? They go on rides and they hang yeah. out. They shoot some basketball. They just do some fun stuff. <laughs> well, we didn't see them shoot basketball. Well, we end up seeing that later <laughs> and spoilers are coming, but we end up seeing that they did that, that during their date. And then, uh, Peter has a surprise for her. Yeah. It's a private concert. A super private concert. Yeah, of country music, which apparently Victoria F. loves country music. That's what mm. she said. That's what they said. Was that a thing? Yeah, I that's what, that. like that's why he picked country music. Oh. Was like Victoria F. said she liked country music. All right. And so it ended up being a private Chris Rice concert. Chris Rice. Chase Rice. Now you got me saying the wrong I, thing. It's Chase Chris Rice. Rice. I don't know. I don't know Chase who Chris. Rice. It's Chase Rice. I don't Rice. know Chase at all. Did I, you I, know anything about this guy before Chase this episode? Rice? Yeah. Uh, very little. I just know he does some country music. Does he have anything that's even on the radio? I don't really listen to country radio, so I don't know. All right. Well, uh, Chase Rice uh, has this private concert. Does this concert, and we find out in this, but Peter doesn't that Victoria F actually used to date Chase Rice. Well, even before Victoria says anything, I mean, we knew about this from spoilers. From the previous episode. Yeah. uh, And on uh, Instagram, Twitter, everything, uh, ABC put out that this was going to be a thing. Mm -hmm. But even without that, like Victoria shows up and as they're, they go on the date, everything's great. Like she and he have great chemistry on their date. Until he like tells her like I have a really special surprise. We have this great concert, and she's like, "Who is it?" And then she hears it, and then she's like, "Wait, who is who it? Who is it?" Like her whole demeanor changed. <laughs> like, Wait, who is it? <laughs> like she knew who it was. Yeah, she she slowly realized that uh, the producers of oh. of the Bachelor Nation work way harder than anyone else does. The devil works hard, but. The Bachelor producers work harder. Yes, they do. (laughs) Yes, they do. So uh, she, as soon as she walks up, she knows that this is going to be a thing. But uh, the thing that blew me away was the song that he sings. He says, call me because I'm lonely. I'm lonely if you are. And he's like looking right in her eyes. Yeah, he stares right at her. (laughs) Yeah. It was, that was super. And Peter's just having a great time the whole time. Oh, he's gosh. just like dancing around. He's and, not even looking at the artist. And Victoria he's, is like trying her best to like not make eye contact with either of them. Cause she's so like <laughs> weirded out and embarrassed by the whole situation. <laughs> and then Chase is just like staring at her the whole time. Oh man. Like they, they definitely had something going on. He was savage. Yeah. I mean, I, I blame Chase Rice for all of yeah, this. Yeah. Way to go Chase. In a good way and a bad way. Yeah, thanks for all the entertainment, at least. Yeah, absolutely. But also, how dare you? Yeah. How dare you mess with one of our favorite contestants? Yeah, she's still in my final four. Yeah. And she might might or might not be in my final four after tonight, but she's one of my favorites. Mm. I, I think my favorite part of this date wasn't even actually this part. It was earlier they were talking. Or no, this came afterwards before uh, they, they were about to like, she was about to tell him, but uh, he said something. Along oh, when the, they're at dinner. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. They're sitting down next to each other and Peter compared their relationship to a roller coaster. Mm. And he said, you know, like right now we're on, on that uptick and we're like almost to the mm. top. And I'm like, does he not realize what he just said? Like it's about to go. Every roller coaster goes downhill. Like it's all and downhill maybe from that here. was like, Hey, look what's coming. Like for sure it's going to crash, but a little bit of foreshadowing maybe. Oh yeah. I think it was, I think the editor knew it was foreshadowing Mm. and so decided to include it. Yeah. And the thing about roller coasters is they go down really quickly. So I'm looking forward to like an episode maybe where like it just happens all of a sudden. Yeah. 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 Uh, so I don't know if you noticed this, but at the concert, it was like pouring rain. Yeah, their whole date was rainy. Yeah, but especially, like, the end of the date. And I just thought, like, first of all, she specifically says, how great is this theme park, uh, Cedar Point? She said, I had no idea that Cedar Point is one of the greatest theme parks around Uh or in America or something to that effect. Yeah. And it's like, 
first of all, of course it is when they close it down for you. Yeah, there was no one else at this park. Yeah, no. Every ride they were on, every shot, they were the only people. No one was even like walking on the ground underneath the rides. Yeah, like, no. The whole thing was shut down for them. So like any theme park is going to be amazing when you're the only people there. You can just go on any ride you want whenever. Yeah. But and it's whole cost is covered by a show. <laughs> <laughs> Fast passes. Fast passes, free food. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like a great day. You're right. <laughs> Thanks, Sounds Victoria. like the best theme park in America. <laughs> I wish there was a theme park where everything was free and I could always go to the front of the line. <laughs> and there was no one else there with their 15 kids that they were trying to like yell at and 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 wrangle to get into to a line or something. Or yeah, Disneyland a, is definitely not the happiest place on earth. Not. I've never actually seen people happy at Disneyland. I've been happy twice. At Disneyland at or Disneyland. just like in your life? At Disneyland. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, no, at Disneyland. I mean, I've been happy, I think, more than twice. Okay, good. But uh, but no, at Disneyland, I've been happy twice. And uh, one of them was when I got to go to the front of the line the entire time because I was there with someone who, was who had broken their leg yeah. and they were in like, it was so much of their leg that they had to be in a wheelchair. Like they had the cast that went over All their the, knee. Yeah, so they couldn't bend their legs. They couldn't bend their legs, so they were in a wheelchair. And so we got to the front of every ride, and that was one of the two times that I've been happy at Disneyland. Mm. So she mentioned that, but I just had to think, like, what a joy for the owners of that park that it was a rainy day that day. They were like, thank God. Yeah, because it was, was already going to be a low, yeah. a low income day for them. So it's like, this worked out great. <laughs> because yeah. they're like we charged abc a boatload to shut down the park and then it turned out that it would have been a low-income day anyway yeah. we they made out for and sure they just on that made day. out yeah. on that day like it was so great for that was the biggest winner of tonight's episode was the cedar, uh, cedar point yeah theme park mm-hmm. yeah that and chase rice because uh Apparently, Pete said he also might get invited to do their wedding. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> I I would like to think that whoever wins invites Chase. Pete invites Chase. Yeah, that would be great to do the wedding. I honestly feel like so. Like if he were to end up with Victoria F, that would be a hilarious thing to actually do. Is invite oh, Chase yeah. to to come and do the music for the wedding. Oh yeah, I hope he does. Uh, so after that, we have the uh, we have the the group date. Yep. And, and everyone goes except for Kelsey. So there's 13 girls. <laughs> everyone goes except for Kelsey and Victoria P. Vict- well, she was there. She, <laughs> she was, was invited there. on the group she date. She just, I have a back show. Yeah. Well, so let's, so it was a football date. Yes. And all the girls like get dressed out and are like ready to go. And, uh, Victoria P is like, oh, my back's still kind of hurting from, I think it was like two episodes ago. Uh, so I'm going to just take this slow and like sit on the sides. What happened to her two episodes ago that she Wasn't, was... She was on a different group date where they like spun them like in circles and stuff. Remember she was on... It was the one where they were like hanging and like they oh, were spinning in circles. The, yeah, she the, supposedly hurt her back during that episode, uh, if I remember give correctly. Me a break. If I remember correctly. I mean, she was firmly secured in this thing that like uh, every astronaut goes through to simulate G-force. Mm-hmm. Well, and actually before they uh, started the date, go ahead. I was just going to say, I'm not saying that Victoria is like qualified to be in any way an astronaut. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, for sure not. Uh, before they started the date, they actually were like teaching the girls all about football and like here's the rules. And they also like had them like practice taking like catches from a machine and everything. Well, wait, before we, if, I mean, we get introduced to two Cleveland Browns. I'm I assuming. Don't, I, I honestly don't know. I know literally nothing about football. I know that they, I think they were both, if they're not still pros, they were ex pros, but they were in pro football at some point. Okay. So they were pro ballers. Yep. I have to assume that ABC, like, that these two guys have some charity that, that ABC, ABC donated, donated to. to in exchange for them coming on the Maybe. show. <laughs> it's very possible. Because they did not look enthused about being there. Yeah, I mean, I, uh, yeah, I don't know if I would be or not. I wouldn't be. 
Yeah. I mean, we have this podcast, and if I was a pro football player and I had this podcast with you, I still would not want... To go on The Bachelor? To have if to, If you had a like, Bachelor podcast? To have to be on The Bachelor for the sake of my, like, profession. If they invited me on for something, I for sure would say yes, because I feel like it would be... The only thing that they would invite you on for is soul care. Maybe. <laughs> I think McKenna needs it. <laughs> she cries every chance she gets. <laughs> she cries whether she gets the date or doesn't get the date. Yeah, well, it was so funny. Like, she was upset that she got invited to the group date. Yeah, she cried. And then she also cried when she found out that Victoria F. was getting the first date. Yeah. And then she cried this time. And she just is always, like, every time that Peter makes a decision, she cries. The epitome of unstable. Yeah. She scares me a little bit. Like, because I just don't know what she's going to do. Speaking of McKenna, you were getting there. Go ahead and tell the story. Yeah, McKenna has zero hand-eye coordination <laughs> she is like the least athletic person on the show she might actually play for the cleveland browns <laughs> again i know nothing about football they're bad that's all you need to know but i assume that they're i can't really remember bad. the last time the browns had a winning season and if you're a football player and you're listening to this we're so excited to have you yeah and uh that's just one hopefully just you're not you. a browns fan oh god <laughs> please don't be a browns fan or for me from Cleveland. Well, I guess it's only people from Cleveland that are probably Browns fans. I was going to say, probably who's, who's probably a Cleveland, Cleveland Browns fan? Nobody. No. That's probably why they don't do good. They don't have money to pay players. And it's probably why ABC filmed this episode in Cleveland is because they're trying to save money. Do you know who Cleveland Browns should recruit, though? <laughs> Sheehan. Oh, my gosh. Sheehan scored every point for her team. She, she had four touchdowns. She was so into this. She broke, I think, three running plays and had one reception play once again i am obsessed with Sheehan. she yeah she she owned the field this episode for sure more and more and more she's my favorite person on the bachelor and not only last week did she just crush this physical uh tournament with the the pillow fight but then this week man she owned it oh yeah she she cleaned up the field. She she stood out for sure as being like the top athlete there. Yeah. And I don't even know that she's an athlete. No, I think she was just motivated. I think she wanted time with Peter and she thought I need to win this to get time with Peter. Yeah. And I think that uh she deserves it. Like she's killed herself for this and I think she deserves it. One thing from this group date that uh really stuck out to me is I don't know who John Doss or Morgan Rydar or who I should, why I should care about them. Oh, you're talking about the announcers? The announcers. Yeah, they're nobodies really. Like, they're, they're just low-end announcers. Why didn't football. we have our main man Chris Harrison? Or like they should have got it like John Madden out here. Oh, if they would have got John Madden, I would have really cared. That would have been Like cool. that would have been fun. Yeah. But along those lines, Peter, uh, a couple of times, he gets, like, camera interviewed, and he's either the worst sports commentator I've ever heard or the best. I'm not <laughs> sure. <laughs> but, like, he was very detailed, which I thought was really great, but also seemed very clueless mm -hmm. at the same time. Like, sure. I don't understand how you can be those two things at once. Yeah, I think the second thing that stood out to me in the game was not only Sheehan, like, owning her side, but on the other team, you had Kelly and you had Hannah Ann. <laughs> and Kelly, they even do, like, an interview with Kelly at some point, and Kelly even kind of, like, chuckles about it, about, like, how she just keeps throwing it to Hannah Ann, and Hannah Ann just keeps getting tackled by the she other team. She just said, I don't know who else I can throw it to but Hannah Ann. And she even, and then she's like, yeah, and she got laid out a few times and then like laughs. <laughs> I think, I think Kelly's way too smart. Oh yeah. She she's was, the lawyer. So she was for sure throwing it to Hannah and just, just to, to get, get her tackled. beat up. Yeah. Yeah. Just to get beat up. Yep. And I'm sure Tammy was on the other side of the field and just owning it too. Oh gosh. Cause Tammy's an athlete. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. She's one of my favorites. Yeah. Uh, so immediately after this date, we have the main crux of this episode. Uh, so, uh, 
Well, it ends that that game ends with a tie, and so everyone gets invited to the cocktail party for the group date. Yes. And one of my favorite things in the episode happened in this moment. Thank you for setting me up for this. I really wanted to mention this. Uh-huh. Uh, Natasha comes in so strong uh-huh. with, uh, you will get time with Peter and I will block anybody. To Sheehan. Yeah. To Sheehan. Yeah, yeah. She's like, Sheehan, you scored <laughs> every point for us. You get first dibs on Peter. And if anyone tries to stop you, I'm going to step in and block it. <laughs> Which is such a, a football, like locker room type interaction, which is so opposite of the 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 eliminators that was who like oh i don't remember the team names. sort of one it yeah. was like the busy bees and the eliminators i think uh-huh. uh that they were toasting champagne glasses yeah they were acting like they want it the whole thing ended in a tie so i don't know why it looked like one team was celebrating and one team was upset also i've watched enough sports to watch a locker room champagne toast is a lot of like shaking the bottle and spraying and just each spraying other. It everywhere. It's not it's actually not the glasses raising glasses and yeah, like no. cheers. Like it was so bizarre to me to look at. Like it was like <laughs> this is not how this works. No, that's not that's not the typical for sure. But Natasha, once again, like just owns real. Yeah. Well, apparently that she said it, but she didn't really come through because Victoria P ended up. Ooh. stepping in and saying, hey, Peter, can I steal you for a second? Immediately. And took Peter away for the first dibs. Which which sets the girls off. Oh, it set me off. Victoria P. didn't participate in any of the group date. She was on the sidelines the whole time that all these other girls are like tackling each other and running and getting injured and like all this stuff. She's sitting on the sidelines joking with Peter, giggling with Peter, giving yeah. Peter like Pulls massages. And yeah, yeah, Peter stops watching the game at some points to talk with her. And so it's like, you had all day interacting with Peter uh, where all these girls were like trying so hard to win so they could have time with him. And then yeah. she just goes and steals him right away. Like that was one of the things that made me dislike her more this episode. Oh, same. Like it, it drove me crazy that she pulled that immediately. Uh, but I, I'm just going to jump ahead a little bit. Sure. It's not that far. No. But immediately after that happens, we have a couple other interactions. Sheehan gets some time with Peter, which is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then what we knew was going to happen, it got teased for us. Yep. Alea makes her way into the room with all the girls. Yeah. Which, by the way, I just have to point out for all of our uh Faithful Bachelor listeners, uh, we have to own that we mispronounced Aliyah's name pretty much all last episode. Is it, It's Aliyah, though. It's Aliyah. And we were saying Aliyah. We were saying Aliyah. Yeah. It was funny because I think each of us said Aliyah at one point, and I think you said Aliyah, and I think I corrected you, mistakenly corrected you. Yeah. I... I I probably miss say all these girls' names. I was saying she, uh, Sh- Cheyenne, and then I was saying Alea. <laughs> we do need to get better sell, about saying we names. We saw right Derek now. from the pre from Bachelor in Paradise. That's how you say his name. though. Are you sure? It's not Derek. <laughs> <laughs> it could be, but we will get better about that. We promise. But Alea comes in, and man, she just looked like she owned the place when she walked mm-hmm. in. Like she walked in, saw the girls, said hey, and then kept just walking. walked past them right oh. to where Peter was meeting with Sheehan. And then says, Can I steal him for a minute? And then Sheehan's response was just priceless. <laughs> she kind of like does a double take at her. Like, is that really her? She's and like, then she just goes, uh. <laughs> like just makes guttural noises like she doesn't even have the words to say like what is happening right now are you really here and then so then she's like well no i don't really want to give you up but peter like it's up to you and then yeah. peter chooses to send she in back and talk to Alea, which just devastated me yeah I mean, i'm sure it devastated uh she too and just the rest of the girls. Like, why are we entertaining this? Yeah. Uh, so, Alea comes back. She looks to me like a sociopathic Megan Fox. Yeah. Like, she has the same, like, 
I feel like she tries to look like Megan Fox. Like she has like some of the facial expressions. They do have a, some similar facial features and they stuff. They do, yeah. yeah. But uh, but man, she's crazy. She she is evil. She is evil in her eyes. I don't know if she has a real if she really thinks she has a real shot at this or if she's in it for the fame. A hundred percent. She's just trying to get her name out there. I think. Yeah. At this point, coming back, I think. I think maybe before she was hoping for something, but at this point, there's, I mean, if someone called you a liar and kicked you off of a show, would you actually go back expecting to work things out? Not relationally. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. But she comes in and she says, hey, just to clear things up, Victoria P is actually a liar. Yeah, which isn't that surprising to me. No, it wasn't that surprising to me either. She was always... Like I said, she's been one of the ones that uh, a couple episodes ago she went up for me, and then this episode she went way down between yeah. a couple of those things. And then she actually really just kind of admits that, like, hey, like I wasn't really fully truthful. She kept saying the words my truth, uh, which are always an indication of <laughs> that what you're saying isn't exactly what happened. Like, well, this is my truth. For the listeners who can't see me, I'm shaking my head as soon as Scott <laughs> said my truth. Uh, nothing drives me crazier than, quote, my truth. Yeah, because it doesn't make sense. Like, truth there's is truth. There's one truth. Yeah, there's in any situation. Yeah, and so anyone who says... Be your this perception. Is my, yeah, and so for anyone who says this is my truth, this, it's either exclusively your story or it's your perspective of someone else's story. Mm -hmm. And if it's your perspective of someone else's story, it's not truth. Well, and here's the funny thing is, is so like what they originally were talking about was last week's episode, Alea, Alaya, which one? Alea. Alea. Alea goes, yeah, me and Victoria P are friends. And uh, she starts talking all this stuff. And then Peter goes and talks to Victoria P and Victoria says, Oh, yeah, we've maybe hung out for, like, no more than three hours. Yeah. And so very different stories there. And so Alea finds out this after she's been voted off, and so she comes back, and she's like, hey, Victoria P. wasn't telling, like, the full truth to you. Mm. Like, we actually did, like, a Vegas trip together, and, like, we've spent time together. We was months we were talking lead up, leading up to the show, and we she was, like, a miss whatever in a pageant with me. And, <laughs> and so, like, they... They definitely knew each other more than three hours. Well, the thing that really sold it for me was when they sit down with Peter, which, by the way, once again, Peter is terrible at conflict <laughs> yeah, resolution. No, he does not know what he's doing. Like, he does not know how to sit people down to talk I about fully things. think, still, he's sitting there and he's listening to both of them and he's like, they're both telling the truth. <laughs> <laughs> like, he has no clue what's happening. Yeah, absolutely. And so he sits them both down together to talk this out. And Alea is like telling her side of things and mm -hmm. she produces a tear again. Yeah, you don't think she felt it? You think it was I don't produced? think she felt it. I think she produced a tear. Uh huh. And uh, Victoria P like wipes the tear literally out of her eye, not off her cheek, out of her eye. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, you're going to tell me I don't know this person. We're not friends. And I feel comfortable enough to wipe a tear out of your eye. Yeah. That was so intimate. Major, major friend move. So intimate. <laughs> major friend move. Yeah. I've literally never wiped a tear out of your eye. You've never done that. So and apparently we're not as close as... Alea and Victoria P. I get that uh, female interpersonal relationships are very different from male interpersonal sure. relationships. And there's certain physical boundaries that exist between guys that don't ex exist between women. Uh, but that universally was super intimate. Oh, yeah, for sure. hundred percent. Well, I, I mean, she basically came out and said, well, yeah, those things were true, but I was just telling my truth. Uh and so it's like she just admitted she lied. Yeah. Victoria P lied. Like yeah. that's that's what happened. Well, I I thought from day one that she was fake. Like she came out of the car, she did her like prayer hands, praise hands, 
Like, and immediately I was like, this chick yep. is Don't super trust her. fake. Don't yep. trust her. Yep. I think one of my favorite parts is still always Tammy. Uh, she's just getting like super heated at this moment because last week she missed out on time with Peter. Yes. Because there was Alaya and uh, Victoria P were feuding mm-hmm. and, and Sydney. Yeah. And now this week she's like, okay, finally group date. I'm going to try to get some time with Peter and the same exact drama is now happening again. And she's just getting pissed off. Oh. And I really want her to get some time Yeah, because I really like her. I, I, I like her on the show and I think she's cool. Yeah, I do too. Uh, I don't, I mean, it deserves to be said that uh, on that group date, Peter gave Alaya, 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 Alaya yeah. a rose. Yeah, who wasn't even on the group date. Mm. So, yeah, well, he invited her back. Like, we didn't even talk about that. So, like, he talks with them, and then after they, uh, Victoria P goes back, he talks with just Alaya. And he says, hey, do you want to come back on the show? And she says, yes. Yeah. So then they both go back, tell the girls, and then he grabs the rose and gives it to Alea. Oh. Just like a huge slap in the face to all the girls. Huge slap in the face. And they say as much. <laughs> oh, yeah. They make it very clear. Mm-hmm. So anyway, that happens, that drama. And then he gets to go on his date with Kelsey. One-on-one date with Kelsey. Yep, he gets a one-on-one with Kelsey. Yeah. Which is great. Uh I it was cool to see her in a non-champagne related incident. Yes. So I could actually like know what she sounds like when she's not in distress. Yeah, because I actually thought she was great initially when she heard the news about Alea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think one of the the interesting things from their date was her story of her parents' divorce. Oh yeah. Like it really was like, oh dang, like she has some like leg- some legit like history and story to her and Absolutely. Talking about like her dad just wrote a letter and left his ring on the counter and like oh, left man. to Mexico for what did she say? 10 years before she ever saw him again. Yeah. She didn't have a relationship with him for 10 years. Yeah. And what a, what an impact a father has, uh, not only on a family, but especially on a young daughter. Oh, for sure. Well, and it just like, I'm sure it messed her up in, in a lot of different ways. And I'm sure it has greatly impacted just her relationships and her ability to like, be emotionally connected with people and yeah, like it, it, it actually kind of like helps give some um, backstory to why she even like blew up about the champagne. Yeah, absolutely. Like yeah. Because it's a, a, a strong distrust for mm-hmm. other people. Yeah. That she, she doesn't has. trust people that she immediately gives people the wrong intentions. Yeah. Because she knows what her dad did in the past. Right. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so they go on their date. Uh, I just have to point out, uh, they're going on a tour of Cleveland, which again, there's nothing in Cleveland. Yeah. I, I'm glad that the date only lasted like literally five minutes on the episode. <laughs> yeah. Because what is Because they showed explore? us every piece. Yeah. <laughs> and one of the biggest pieces was that they went to a streetcar, uh, like a, a, a street food vendor that served pierogies. Oh, yeah. And he said, have you ever had pierogies before? And Peter was like, pierogies? Like, what is that? What's a pierogi? Oh, my gosh. And <laughs> literally, we make homemade pierogies yeah. on the regular Yeah, they're here. bomb. Yeah. It's one of my favorite foods that we do together. Oh, gosh. It's so good. And yeah. so easy to make at home. I don't understand why people don't know about pierogies. Yeah, they're delicious. If you don't know what pierogies are or want our recipe for pierogies, you can send us an email or hit us up on Twitter. And maybe we'll deign to give it to you. Yeah. Better we might yet. even invite you for an airing of that or for a taping of the episode and we'll make pierogies that night. And that is exactly what I was going to say is uh-huh. if you're, if you're very lucky and you really want to know what pierogies are, uh, shoot us an email at hello at batchpadpodcast.com or uh, find us on Twitter at batchpadpodcast. And uh, maybe we will invite you to come over. We might we have a pierogi make party. You pierogies for you. Pierogi party 2K20 sounds pretty cool. Pierogi party. <laughs> it's yeah. So if you want an invite to pierogi party 2K20, you got to let us know. You got to let us know. Yep. We'll have a thing. Uh, so moving on a little bit. I mean, Kelsey's date was a little immemorable for me. Unless yeah, there were, no, that, there, that was about. the last thing I had. Like it was really the only the story of her parents' divorce. Like she's kind of forgettable a little bit. Um, yeah, and just the whole date was just 
so-so. Like, there's a reason it didn't get any airtime, and it's because there's nothing great. Speaking of forgettable, <laughs> literally every single episode, I have to ask you, who is that? And you're like, it's Sydney. I swear <laughs> that every time I see her, she looks so different that like she's com- she might be the most the least recognizable face I've ever seen in my life. I really like Sydney. I think she's been like the most like real and upfront and honest and like. I mean, I don't disagree with you, yeah. but every time I see her, she looks magnificently different. <laughs> <laughs> Sydney and Natasha are my two like keep it real people. I mean, Natasha keeps it real 100. Yeah. Uh, she just eyebrow eyes me. Mm-hmm. At every yeah. she, she just yeah. creeps you out before she does. <laughs> she yeah. creeps me out. Yeah. And then she keeps it real. Like, uh, Natasha was the first person to walk out as soon as after yeah, she the was group like, date. Well, I'm going to go. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, I'm out. And, and then everyone like, else just kind of got up and left. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, hell yeah, Natasha. Well, and then after that, it came out that Alea was had found out about the Chase Rice thing and was now spreading rumors at the house Ugh. with all the girls about it. So Victoria F. hadn't told anyone yet, but now all the girls know because Alea was talking about it. Yeah. And so then Victoria approaches Alea and is like, yo, what the heck are you doing? Like, that's not cool. Like, that's a private thing. And, like, it was very, like, sensitive for me. And, like, it wasn't something I was trying to, like, share. And that interaction just proved the craziness of Alea. Like the way she looked at her and dismissed her and just like kept coming up with her own excuses for things. I was like, man, Peter, please don't, please don't go with this person. Yeah. He, uh, he's a big sweet moron. I really hope that Peter just takes Victoria and Alea off in the next episode. He needs to. Yeah, that'd be great. All right. Well, unfortunately, unless you have anything else from this episode. Uh, well, during the rose ceremony that we don't actually get to see, <laughs> Deandra, so like Peter like starts talking about it. And yeah. then, like pretty much as soon as he starts, Deandra just like interrupts him and is like, well, actually I have a problem. And Natasha like backs her up and they both just like kind of like lay into Peter about how like disrespectful he's been through this whole thing and how bringing Alea back and then giving her the rose and dismissing like all the time that they spent and all the work they put into like the football stuff. And so I just want to say props to Deandra and Natasha. Yeah. Deandra. And also I just want to point out about Deandra. We didn't get a lot of screen time and we commented on it that we didn't get any screen time about her last episode. And then she scored the tying touchdown. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she did. So props to Deandra on multiple fronts. Yes. And then there was one other thing from the episode at the very end that I really thought was funny. And it was uh, Victoria P. Once again, she's pissed uh, with Peter and how he's talking about the situation. It, she feels like Peter is saying that she's a liar to mm-hmm. all the other girls. And so then she's like, we need to, like, they, she was like, we need to talk. Well, he actually says, hey, we need to talk. And she's like, I don't want to talk. And then, like, literally, like, a half a second later, she's like, let's go talk. And then, like, they go outside. <laughs> and he's like, hey, why don't you take a seat? And she's like, I don't want to sit. And then literally, like, a half a second later, sits she just down. sits down. And I'm like, okay. Like, she is has so many things running through her mind right now. Cause she's, what she's doing and what she's saying is not matching up. Oh, yeah. Well, that's, I feel like the story of Victoria P mm-hmm. is that what she does and what she says don't match up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Well, uh, let's jump into really quickly. Let's cover a couple of Twitter responses. Sure. I think you have a couple of for us. Uh, it should be a pretty pretty brief segment this week because most everything has to do with uh, either uh, it's one of two things. I'll let you. <laughs> yeah. So our, our first one is from uh, Janet Snakehole. She said, Shake oh, my head. Snakehole Lounge. That's another great, uh, that's another great TV reference. Janet Snakehole. That's uh, Aubrey that Plaza's uh, fictional character with uh, Chris, is this from Parks and Rec? Uh, Parks and Rec. I don't know. I don't remember this. Okay, so uh, Snakehole Lounge. You remember? Oh gosh. Nope. Is Snakehole that, Lounge is, is that the Aziz's bar that they place? go to that Aziz buys into. Okay. And then uh, 
Aubrey Plaza's first date uh, with uh, uh, Chris. Chris, what's his name? Pratt. Pratt. Chris Pratt. <laughs> Uh, thank you. I was really letting you struggle for it. You were. I knew it from the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> Aubrey Plaza's first date with Chris Pratt. They're at the Snake Hole Lounge, and Chris Pratt is broke. His character is broke, and Aubrey Plaza's character says, "Let's like role play together." And so she comes up with this role of Janet Snake Hole, and that was when we get Chris Pratt's fictional character in the show, uh, Burt Macklin. FBI mm. and Burt Macklin FBI is investigating Janet Snakehole. So it. that's all it's Parks and Rec. Yeah. yeah, that's all Parks and Rec. So hey, <laughs> Janet Snakehole, what's her what's her at at Janet's brain? At Janet's brain. Hey, yep. at Janet's brain, I at least we both do, but I will say I caught your reference right out the gate. Well done. And we both appreciate your uh, great handle. Yeah, so she tweeted a picture, and it's uh, it's a text from her grandma. And her grandma texted her and says, I'm actually worn out from this stupid show tonight. And she said, uh, she tweeted, shake my head at this girl, Alea, about to send my grandma to an early death. <laughs> <laughs> She's worried about her grandma. Hey, shout out to all grandmas who are watching The Bachelor with us. And especially Janet Snakehole's grandmother. Uh, Albert Abonado at Albert Abonado uh, says, did the women on the bachelor just unionize and demand better conditions <laughs> <laughs> when they all walk out? Yeah, They all walk out together. <laughs> yep. They go on strike. Um, <laughs> I, was, I, was, I, was, I was reading through one and I was like, oh wait, I need to talk. Um, so, You're leading this segment. Oh, Nick Vial, who's one oh, we've, Nick Vial. we've done before. We've talked about him he before. was a previous Bachelor person that I still don't know what from. But he said, quote unquote, my truth is just a nicer sounding way of saying the lie I choose to believe. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's very true, Nick. Uh, it, I hate it as well. And uh, I hope that we get away from saying my truth uh, unless it's literally your story. And then uh, one, of my, one of my favorite ones is actually um, at the very end of the episode, we didn't really talk about this, but there's mm. some extra scenes uh, from Victoria F. and Peter State, and they're shooting basketballs. Sort of an outtake. Yep. And uh, during one of the shots, Victoria F. yells, Kobe, Ugh. which was, it's just... So real. I mean, this we've weekend because we it. just talked about it. Yeah, we, I mean, it's something that we always do. Like whenever you shoot, that's what you yell. Yeah, you don't you don't yell anybody else's name. Yeah, you yell Kobe. Kobe. And so she just said when she said Kobe at the end, and then it's a picture of Pikachu crying oh. from Pokemon Two Thousand. I don't know if you remember that movie. Oh, or not. I remember it very well, <laughs> too well. Yeah, it was at the end when uh, Ash dies. Yeah, Poke- and he's crying. It's yeah. that. It's it's from then. Well, that's uh, that's that's definitely how I felt. Yeah, it, I mean, it was like, oh dang, it's real. Like Kobe's not around anymore. It's tough because, uh, I mean, the producers, I mean, they've shot this show months, months ago, and the editors have finished it weeks ago, and it's yesterday that Kobe passes away. Mm-hmm. And it's too late for them to do anything. Do you think about they it. added that to the end of the episode, no. like within the last twenty four hours, no. or it was just planned that way? No, I think it was planned that way, and the they just didn't have time to go back and cut that out. And then I think the last tweet we'll do is from our our friend Eunice, who was on the show. Oh, Eunice, you've got to come on the show. Yeah, we would love to have you. I'm obsessed with you. Eunice. If you listen. Yeah. I think that you should have made it a lot further than you did. And uh, if you listen to the show, I hope you'll come on. Yeah. She said uh, six months ago, she was saying things like, I don't watch The Bachelor. And now she's saying, holy crap, Bachelor producers are satirical geniuses. They are. (laughs) (laughs) doing. Yeah, they're just always working on. Satirical geniuses. (laughs) They're always working on stuff, you know. Mostly, like, I feel like the biggest satire of this episode was uh, definitely uh, 
Charlie Rice? Chase. <laughs> Chase, Chase Rice. Rice. <laughs> <laughs> it's another C other than Chris. If you don't listen to Chris Rice, you absolutely should. Chase Rice? Chris. Okay. Which one's he again? He's the one I like. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I don't, I don't know who it is. You, you absolutely have heard him. I, this is going to be a little savage. But... <laughs> Uh, one of his songs I included in your grandmother's memorial video when she passed away. Chris Rice. <laughs> yeah. Which 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 one? <laughs> uh, I'll play it for you later. Okay. For copyright reasons, I won't play it on the show. Sure. But uh, I'll play it for you later. But Chris Rice was in your grandmother's memorial memorial video. like video. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. So I have heard him then. You definitely have. Uh, jumping onto Chris's corner, we mm -hmm. have one big thing that I want you to talk about a little yeah. bit. Uh, so we have a big announcement from yeah. so our fearless leader, Chris Harrison. Chris got on social media this week and announced a new show that The Bachelor people are producing. Yeah. And it's called Listen to Your Heart. Listen to Your Heart. And he said it's kind of a mix of Bachelor in Paradise meets A Star is Born. Yeah, but he didn't give it any more detail about it. Yeah, so it. I'm assuming there's something with music. Yeah, I would it's assume listen so. Listen to your heart. And so I it's I and he said Bachelor in Paradise, so I'm guessing multiple guys, multiple girls, and they're gonna be doing some kind of talent singing competition <laughs> slash love show. Well, we know that uh ABC bought American Idol from Fox or resurrected it mm -hmm. in any sense. Oh, excuse me. That <laughs> <laughs> just crept out. I'm so sorry, listeners. For all of our ASMR, <laughs> that's for you. And for all of our misophonia listeners, I'm so sorry. <laughs> but uh, I would imagine that there's some sort of crossover between American Idol and Listen to Your Heart. You think they're going to do, like, people from American Idol that were in the final, like, 24 and have them do it? Oh, that would be great. That'd be interesting. That'd be really great. Uh, and I imagine on American Idol, there's lots of uh, there's lots of interpersonal interaction that happens oh, between sure. these contestants that we have no visibility on. Mm -hmm. uh, but mostly, more than anything, I just don't know how The Bachelor can fit any more content into a year with Bachelor, Bachelorette, and Bachelor in Paradise. Yeah, I don't, I don't know where and when it's going to air, or maybe it's just like a one-time, one-off thing, or it might be a one-off thing. I could see that, but uh, but only I, time will tell. Only time will tell. So that's our uh, our Chris's corner for shoutouts. Uh, your parents both they emailed both, us. They both emailed us this yeah, week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My dad said something along the lines of, "I can't get myself to actually watch The Bachelor." But I love listening to you guys talk about The Bachelor. <laughs> he said, keep up the good work. <laughs> and then your mom emailed us. And it's kind of fun because uh, you and your mom and kind of me are doing another podcast. Yeah, together. we have a second podcast that's, that's going to be dropping soon. Yeah, it's going to be dropping this week. Oh, yeah, I guess. Yeah, February 1st is this Friday. Yeah, the first episode's dropping this week. Uh, and so make sure to look out for... Uh, I'm going to be releasing a bonus episode on this podcast uh, of the trailer for that podcast. Mm -hmm. uh, what's it called? Talk talk to us a little bit about yeah, it for a Yeah, I mean, it's called Real World Podcast. And uh, really what we're doing is my mom's a baby boomer. I'm a millennial. And we have different views on things politically, religiously. And so we're just kind of talking through a lot of these major topics that are just in the world today. Yeah. And so um, things like uh, immigration will come up, um, systemic racism, uh, religious things too, like what's the role of the Holy Spirit, all different kinds of stuff we're going to be talking about in this show. And so if you're into politics or Christianity or religion or any of that kind of stuff and you want to hear millennial perspectives, baby boomer perspectives, and just also just hear a mom and a son argue a little bit. It would be uh, a fun time to, to listen in. So check out that uh, podcast, real world, real podcast. world podcast. And uh, you're going to hear uh, 
a bonus episode if you want to listen to it. A bonus yeah, a episode of this podcast of stuff, is yeah. going to be a little sneak preview of that. Uh, I also want to shout out to some of the people that have uh, spoken out to me in the last week that have really enjoyed uh, this podcast. Uh, Ricky, Taryn, Chris, Brian, and Jody. Thank you guys so much for uh, reaching out to me, letting me know that you uh, I've been listening. We appreciate all of you listening. Yeah. And uh, if you uh, want to get a shout out uh, or just want to let us know that you're listening and don't want a shout out, let, you can tell us you can I do don't that want too. a shout out. Yeah. Uh, at hello at batchpadpodcast.com. Yeah. Or you can follow us on Twitter at batchpadpodcast. And uh, you can always just tweet at us or DM us. Well, before we get out of here, uh, I want to get any Final Four updates you might have. So, I don't think my Final Four has changed. I think, actually, my Final Four feels more solid. Yeah, I would agree. Um, after this episode, because I think some of these people, some of the girls are losing points with Peter. Yeah. And the ones that I have in my Final Four aren't those. And so, I'm, I'm probably going to stick with my, my four, which are Madison, Hannah Ann, Victoria F and Kelly. Yeah. Well, uh, the last thing that we'll talk about is any updates for, or any, I'm sorry, predictions for next episode. Yeah. I think, uh, my predictions for next episode, or at least my hopes for next episode are, uh, that both Victoria P and Alaya will not make it past this rose ceremony. Yeah, I would hope so, but you and I got in a little bit of a fight about this. We did, right before we were about to start filming this. It, it actually devastated me. We almost, or we were like looking at each other for a little bit, and it was like, I don't even know if I want to record right now. Yeah, I was, I was really feeling like maybe it's not best for our friendship for us to even record To record right, right, now. right now, yeah. We've got, and then I, we realized... It's The Bachelor. They're, it's getting to us. <laughs> the drama is getting to us. It's The Bachelor's yep. fault. We've literally had an interaction like this. I can only think of one time before this. Yeah, this may be like the second. Like, this is like the second time yeah. in like like literally 10 years of friendship. But we're not letting The Bachelor get to us. We're not going to do it. And I'm still sticking with my predictions. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I, How about you? What's your final four? What's your predictions coming forward? My final four is going to be the same as last week. Okay. My predictions are, uh, I think that Victoria P might not make it. Yeah, well, I think it's very clear that uh, Peter now is starting to doubt her. Yeah. And one of the things he's made clear is that he doesn't want to not know where he stands with people. Right. And so I think just the fact that there are doubts now make him make her a likelihood of getting not not getting a rose. Yeah, I agree. Uh, but I I am going to uh, stand by what I assume are and and what I've I've sort of learned from other people are uh, bachelor traditions. I think that uh, Alea is going to continue to have her rose for this week she's been given a rose and i think that roses are roses are forever roses, like diamonds roses like diamonds are forever <laughs> i think that they are exclusively revocable by the recipient uh and so i think alay is going to be in this next episode after the rose ceremony whether Peter wants it or not. Mm. The reason I, I came to that conclusion was when they were doing even the preview for next week, they only showed Alea once yeah. and it was actually a cut scene from her in this episode. It yes. wasn't actually a new background. And so I was like, yeah, dang, they're trying to make it seem like she's in the next episode, but maybe she's not a whole lot in the next episode. Don't get me wrong. I would love for Alea to be gone forever. Mm -hmm. So would I. Oh, she's Her so and Victoria evil. P. I need them both to go. And then hopefully next and close will be McKenna. Yes, McKenna. I'm tired of the tears. Oh, uh, so tired. Uh, so hopefully all those three will be gone in the very near future. I think we're going to have to deal with Alea for one more episode, if nothing else, other than the producers forcing it on us. Sure. Uh, but uh, I think it's going to be an adventurous episode or two from here. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. One of the previews they showed was an ambulance, so maybe we'll be seeing that scar show up soon. Uh, 
Really want to see Peter get that scar. Peter scar. 2K20. <laughs> <laughs> that and pierogi party. Pierogi party and Peter scar 2K20. Yeah, and if we get enough people, I think, that reach out to us for a pierogi party, I think we actually throw a pierogi party and invite all these all the people that, that write us. I agree. Uh, so if you write in and uh, want to uh, hang out with us and uh, do season finale of The Bachelor, we've already invited our two people that are going to be on The Bachelor, but that doesn't exclude anyone from being a part of The Bachelor season finale. Yeah. Uh, Might even do like a live broadcast. For a big pierogi party. Yep. Live broadcast. Uh, and if enough people uh, join in to want to be a part of that, we may not only uh, contribute to making some of our own pierogies, but we may have to get our own pierogi guy. Is that a thing? Well, we saw it on this episode. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, thing. there's too many people. I, I don't <laughs> take a week off of work to make all these pierogies for people. <laughs> yeah. Because pierogies do take a little bit of time. Oh, gosh, they're so time consuming. But they're delicious. So worth it. Yep. So, hey, uh, reach out to us. Let us know. Uh, shoot us a uh, at, at on Twitter or hashtag Batchpad Podcast. Uh, you can also uh, reach out to us at hello at batchpadpodcast.com. And uh, let us know that you're listening. You can also uh, rate or write us a review on uh, wherever yeah, you listen. We would to love podcasts. to hear you guys give us a review. Yeah. Whatever you think. Don't give us a five star if you don't believe it. Yeah, if it. you think I'm a one star, then write that. <laughs> <laughs> if you think I'm a one star, write that. But if you think both of us are combined a three star, that's great. Yeah, because one plus one equals three. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks so much for listening in. We're so excited to have you as followers. Patties. Uh, patties. Patties. Oh man, it's it's gonna be a thing. Mm -hmm. uh, thank you guys for listening, and uh, we'll see you guys next week. Bye.